HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. With more than 30 weekly podcasts, HRN has something for every food lover. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by New Vibes Wine, bringing new vibes to the table with limited edition appellations and monthly club memberships. Subscribe at newvibeswine.com today and receive 50% off your first wine club order. Welcome to HRN on Tour at the 2023 Food and Wine Classic in Aspen. I am Christine sykes And I'm Jennifer Bushman. And today we are joined by Andrew Zimmern. Hi. I feel like I just saw you. You did. <laughs> we <laughs> just follow the Zimmern tour. Yeah, we're, we're on the Zimmern tour. It's, it's, it's an obvious sign to me that you guys are doing the right work and that I'm working too much. <laughs> that's what it is. It's, I think that's what it comes down to. No, it's, this is one of my favorite things to do every year. I look forward to it. So you were with uh, writing for the magazine about tw- 20 plus years, right? 23, 24 years? Yeah, on and off. It, uh, the, the, the timeline is really in the uh, mid and later 90s. I came out here cooking. All the activity took play, place in restaurants. There, was, there were no tents. There really weren't sponsors. Everything took place in restaurants that were open for dinner. And so during the day, they would uh, devote their spaces to wine tastings, a demo from the chef in that restaurant. They brought in a handful of outsiders. Um, It was a totally different vibe than what it has grown into. And so chef friends of mine would say, hey, we'll fly you in. We'll give you a ticket. We'll give you a place to sleep, which usually meant the banquette in the back of the restaurant. Um, And it was great because you would work all the time and then you'd go to parties and do the Aspen thing. And then once, you know, I'd opened my restaurants and started to do television and all the rest of that, then I came here uh, as, a, as a guest and then as a headliner. And I started writing for the magazine, I guess, a few years after Dana Cowan um, became the editor-in-chief, um, and both online and in, in the magazine, and... Yeah, it's 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 staggering. I was actually looking at at some of the covers that were done that had my food on it and I'm just like, you know, how does that happen? And that my grandmother her Sufganiyot, the Israeli jelly donuts that we eat at Hanukkah 
um, that are such an important part of celebrating that holiday um, were on the cover of the magazine is like sort of brings my whole life full circle and to have had that opportunity and now to be working with Hunter and his team on a whole bunch of wellness initiatives and sort of as a an, an elder statesman of the food crowd here it's 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 very odd our our best new chefs this year you know, I, I've met a bunch of them before, and uh, several of whom won Beard Awards, and I was co-hosting that lot. In the in the intervening week when we didn't see each other, that's what <laughs> I was doing. And, uh, you know, they were all like, yeah, I was watching you as a kid growing up. You know, I got into cooking because, you know, of watching you and Tony on TV, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is just nuts. I feel like I'm just getting started. You are. I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's the but better it's half. I, it's I the better this, half I love this event so much. I just love it. So I was at the opening reception, and I saw your opening remarks, mm-hmm. speech, and um, I guess my next question was going to be, what is it like to be back here with, with all your um, colleagues? And you know, It's you, like you, summer camp for yeah. chefs. And, and it, is, it is great. And one of the things I said last night was, you know, that room holds... 40, 50, 60, 70 people who've been so important to my career, who taught me how to, you know, Dana, I didn't want to say her name because Hunter was going to introduce her and bring her up on stage. Um, So I didn't want to ruin that moment. Um, But Dana would, you know, say, no, you need to think about it this way. Think about it from this point of view and then write that. And that helped make me a better thinker, a better writer. It helped my TV career, not because it brought eyeballs there, but because it made my work better. And um, a lot of folks who believed in me when I didn't believe in myself were there. And just a lot of folks that I've, I've, you know, walked the same walk with for my entire food career. I've known Ray Isle for 40 years. I've known, I've known Bobby Flay for... 41. I mean, like, we know each other when we were 20, 21 as line cooks in New York. You said there are people in the room, several people in the room were the people you could reach out to at any point. Any point. And you're having a bad day or something going on in your life, and they were there for you. I said they would fly to wherever I was if I asked them to. And that's, and that's, that's how close you get when you're working with people for a long time. You develop those kind of relationships. Um, there were several people in that room last night. I don't want to, you know, single anyone out and forget others, but folks who, um, it started out as a working relationship, you know, they were a publicist, they owned a restaurant, they ran a magazine, they ran a brand. And over the years, we've just become friendly. I mean, the, uh, some of the guys, you know, uh, you know, huge Galdones and, um, Ken Goodman, uh, you know, and and Craig, the three of them have been taking pictures at food festivals for 20 years. And I see them at events like this, at Beard Awards, at every everywhere there's food. I see them more than I see my kids some years. Right. And if I if I called one of them and said, I need your help, can you be here tomorrow? They'd be like, okay, because we've just hung out so much and we become close friends and it's a beautiful thing. The food world, I love food. Here's what it is. Food people are the best people in the whole world. Full stop. I mean, it just doesn't get any more simple than that. And I love food people. I'm so glad I'm a part of this tribe. 
Foodies are the best. They are. The, the pure Epicureans of the world. They are. <laughs> they are. We're the lotus eaters. <laughs> exactly. I love it. So we, it's, it's been, I, I mean, I really want to put the, the festival, I think, into context. You know, it's run by Food & Wine Magazine. The people that come, it's a lot of trade folks, as, as Andrew's been talking about, that we feel connected to. You know, when we talked about Fed by Blue, and we're sitting here, obviously, in this, in this beautiful park, they're back there grilling all kinds of responsibly sourced fish and seafood. And really, I think it, don't you feel like the palate and the energy that is put into these dishes in some ways sets the stage for what? we'll see in the future as we're seeing writers and everyone sort of capture and embrace these moments at Aspen Food and Wine? Well, I think it's both reflective and forward thinking, right? So, and I was just having that conversation uh, with a woman who represents the Australian Wagyu product that's being grilled over open fire. And uh, she was making the point about how ethically they raise it, and they're trying to uh, breed these cattle not on plants that have to be put to seed, but on what Australia offers. They really have a, a sense of place. And now that's something that anyone who's starting a chicken, pork, lamb, beef company would insist on today. Ten years ago wasn't even a part of the conversation. So there's both the the reflexology piece of that and then there's combinations of things ways of cooking something that a very progressive chef is going to plate up that then everyone as you said brands writers magazine people fans are going to then be looking to use and utilize in the days months and years to come and I think when it comes to sustainable seafood um you're seeing it right now you know we we were just eating some some incredible hamachi and some beautiful striped bass that is some of the most delicious fish you will ever taste cooked you know over open fire um in a way that most people don't think of when it comes with to hamachi right um and Someone's going to walk in here and say, oh, I can do that. And then they're going to ask their fishmonger for that product. And they're going to ask them where it's from because they learned here from chefs like me for years saying, ask where it's from. Right. And if they can't tell you, don't buy like that kind of thing. And it keeps growing in this virtuous circle. And I think that, you know, whether it's eating invasives, whether it's how to eat better meat, but less of it, whether it's how to eat seafood that is contributes to ocean health as opposed to takes away from ocean health. I think all those things are both a reflection and the path forward that is going to keep growing in the eyes of the consumer, right? I mean, it's this it's this chain of well-being because if you go and look at this beautiful, these beautiful blue foods that are being cooked over fire today, you've got these regenerative, beautiful oysters. You've got a Pacifico striped bass, which is a raised, farmed striped bass, the only farm in the world that does this. We've got some kids that are land raising. So in container ships, these containers, I mean, they're raising shrimp in Indianapolis, Indiana. That shrimp is here. So it just shows you that there's a blue future ahead. Can it's you, really incredible. Can you go into a little bit more about the event we're live broadcasting from? It's co- it's uh, 
part of your Fed by Blue event. Yeah, so this is um, a global fire event, and it what the, what Global Fire, uh, Kushan 45, Brady Lowe, and the team do is they bring together a lot of different chefs. Kamado Joe is here with their grills, and of course, everyone that comes to these events will tell you a lot of the greatest times we have are the ones that are outside of the actual official events. That's what one of these is, an unofficial event that is it during a break, and and so Kushan 45, Global Fire, they put it on, and then what we did was we got Seattle Fish Company, which is based in Denver, Colorado, a hundred how convenient, a hundred and ten <laughs> year old fish and seafood distribution company. Well, Denver Seafood Company wasn't playing yeah. as well 110 years ago. That's it. And they would go to Seattle and then buy and then literally bring the seafood here. Grandpa did. Great, great grandpa. But the idea really that we would fed by blue, we wanted we want to be at these events, Sundance and, and the others to really be talking about this mission, this message and the work that we have ahead. New Vibes Wine offers limited edition wines from top appellations delivered directly to your door so you can relax and focus on what matters most, you. As a team of working women, their goal is to simplify the decision-making process for busy individuals like you by providing a variety of delicious, high-quality wines. New Vibes Wine Club members receive monthly allocations of 3, 6, or 12 bottles, and they guarantee their product. They will refund or replace any varietal that's not up to your taste. Subscribe at newvibeswine.com today and receive 50% off your first wine club order. New Vibes Wine. Cheers to the everyday. So, talking about your Emmy nominations, you recently found out that your partner, Patrick Weiland, got uh, a nomination or an actually award. He, yeah, he. <laughs> so, we're sitting around the office, <laughs> and uh, one of the Patrick is the president of the production company that I own. And I've worked with him for like, I don't know, 17, 18 years now. He was uh, one of my first directors on Bizarre Foods. And so, we went around planet earth together a hundred times and then i wanted him to come work for me and then just this year we elevated him to president because he's grown our business and it's just an amazing amazing uh television creator um but before he started doing unscripted 15, 16 years ago, he had a 20-year career in broadcast news, uh, mostly for NBC. And what's what's incredible about that is to have two such successful careers in, you know, in two different cities is really rare. And we were talking about that, and one of the folks in our office said, I think there's a Lifetime Achievement Award that Natus gives out, and they do have gold and silver circle winners and designees. And so, I mean, Dan had a brilliant idea, and he and a couple other people came to me and said, let's nominate Patrick for that. And I'm just like, brilliant. What do we have to do? So we had to do all this research because you have to you know, itemize all of the, the work he's done going back to his early 20s. And um, we wrote letters of recommendation and put the bio in and sent it off. And we found out a couple days ago that he he was going to be uh, chosen as a Silver Circle designee lifetime achievement by Natus, the National Television uh, National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences that people do the Emmys. So I got to Variety put it out today before the press release 
was put out. And he reads those trades. So I was petrified he'd find out before I could surprise him. So I got to him and I had the Variety article. I said, oh, look at this. And of course, at the top of it, it's got something about Susan Lucci getting a Lifetime Award. And he's like, do I need to read this? I just keep reading. <laughs> keep reading. I made this video and he was, he's been crying all day, but he deserves it. It's oh, very cool thing. and how amazing you're all together. Yeah, it's a nice thing. And, yeah. and also, you know, there's... It, 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 I don't know. It, it feels it feels weird as talent to win awards or have people say great job when you are actually playing a team sport and the people behind the camera get less credit than they deserve and people on camera get more credit than they deserve. So I was all in on this from the get go because it's vitally important personally because he's my business partner but you know more so because it's i really believe in it 100 percent. well you've always been very gracious with your time and we appreciate you sitting down and talking with us now. oh no this is this is this is absolutely fantastic i will say one thing about the the open fire uh celebration in front of us is that when you get a chance to, to cooks get excited about fire because Everyone there knows how to cook a piece of meat or a piece of fish or a shrimp uh, in a pan or under a broiler. You, there's no variable with the heat. You set it. It's consistent. What's lovely about cooking over open fire, and I think it's why so many home cooks love it, is that it is about managing the fire and the time. And so you don't get that challenge. And so as a chef, I'm, it's nice eating and it's nice looking at it. I really want to be cooking at this thing. And I'm just like, how come they never ask me to cook at this thing? <laughs> I'm like, busy. I'm here all the time. I'm here every year. You know, it's just he's it's teeing one of those, it up. I mean, it's going to happen. Right? It's one of those. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, I want I want to show these whippersnappers how it's really done. Uh, there but you it's, go. It's an incredible thing. And I think that's what excites the chef. And I think that excitement is felt by the guests. And I think that's what makes these events really wild and open fire events really, really, really special. Well, I can't wait to taste some of this food, especially the sustainable seafood. Yeah, get seafood. those headphones off and yeah, start eating. Yeah, I need to start enjoying. Thank you again. You are very welcome. Thank you for listening to HRN's live coverage of 2023 Food and Wine Classic in Aspen. I'm Christine Sykes-Lowe. And I'm Jennifer Bushman. Special thanks to New Vibes Wine for making our coverage possible. You can listen to all of our coverage on our podcast, Heritage Radio Network, on tour. Find it on heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Heck yeah. Thanks. There you go, honey. Thanks, Thank guys. You. So you're racing up there now? Uh, well, yeah, it's going to take me 10 minutes to say goodbye. And yeah. then I have to, I've got to be up there at like quarter of, so okay. they can okay. we'll see you check all that kind of stuff. See you later. Yeah, see you later. I'll be right there. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Cool. You're welcome. That happened. So Manit, Manit uh, has a conflict. She wants to meet in the morning. Oh, good. So I need to talk to her. Just text me. Yeah. I'll come. Yeah. So thank you. Okay. What are you doing tonight? go to that top of the mountain party oh good oh you do get to go yeah because that is a tough ticket so that's awesome no we're gonna go out to the outstanding in the field okay that's what he was saying yeah so well the rains you know they're gonna cover it and you know they never do that so that's the good news is they don't normally do it so that's great (laughs) so just text me and tell me when to meet in the media tent tomorrow then besides there's also an event oh do you have to take all of these Oh, I've got nuts, too. Oh. So i got to break up the whole interview scene. Oh, 
Okay. Well, we're done. Sorry. Mark, let me we're done. No, I was waiting. Oh, let me great. just get my stuff. I'm not going to rush you. Okay. <laughs> you look like, you look like, right. like get out of here. Christina, I'll, no. Christina, I'll see you later <laughs> okay. on then. And it's good to see you. I hope no, we'll get to so hang nice out later. Take yes. care. Do you need help? Yeah, let me just get my stuff together. Sorry about that. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe. HRN On Tour is powered by Simplecast. This episode of HRN On Tour was produced in part by generous funding from the Julia Child Foundation.